Hey, 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 guess who it is? I know, it's about time that I put up another podcast. Well, here it is. Hello, everyone. This is Linda G. Robert, your Back in the Groove Again coach, with another interesting topic. Today, we're talking about other forms of social media. Well, okay, I'm not going to talk to you about all sorts of other forms. I'm just going to to tell you a little bit about the what I've been hearing about the clubhouse and what I've heard is that I don't know are you familiar with the clubhouse I've never uh, used it I've barely heard anything about it but from what I understand it's been created I guess for people to talk about whatever they want to do whatever they want to talk about without necessarily censoring it or being blocked like you know apparently on Facebook you can get blocked my whole thing is you know I think it's great to have all these different alternative forms of communication my concern is yeah but what about real people and communicating right with real people the more and more we get used to communicating on these platforms and I'm not saying it's a, it's not a it's a bad thing, you know. It, it has its advantages, that's for sure. But I think the more we get used to connecting on these various types of platforms, whether it's Facebook or LinkedIn or these clubhouses or Twitters or whatever the heck it is, the less likely we are to engage in real conversations with real people. You know, people that we know, people that we've gotten to know, and the less likely we are to develop real friendships. And maybe I'm from the old school. Okay, I am from the old school. Let's admit it. I'm from the old school, meaning I met people in high school that I'm still friends with, believe it or not. I still have three people that I met in high school. Actually, one of them is from grade school. But I met the other two ladies from high school, and I'm still friends with them. I still actually talk with them. And I might not meet with them very often, but I still am friends with them. And I met them years ago. And I still still am friends with people that I met when I created a group you know you might know this but I created a group meetup group years ago Um, part of it was part was a walk and talk group where we would actually meet in person you know real person (laughs) real people and walk every Sunday or Thursdays whatever day it was and I'm still friends with with some of those people so now and I'm thinking of maybe the new generation or people even in their 20s now people aren't meeting that many people anymore. If they met, if they went to high school this year, or if they started college this year or university, they may have met online, or maybe not even because uh, you know maybe some people don't put their cameras on, so you don't really get to know who that person really is. And I'm really wondering what the hell, heck, whoops, sorry. <laughs> What the heck is going to happen with, uh, you know, with the upcoming generations and how those, that's going to affect the uh, relationships? I'm just, you know, 
just kind of putting it out there. I wish this was more interactive. I'd love to hear what your input is. I really think that we're losing that sense of connection. The more, well, obviously, because of COVID, okay, let's face it, uh, it's affected a lot of us, you know, and I had a few conversations um, with my clients today about COVID, but about other things too, to say how different their work environment has now become, how they've had to shift their work environment, how they do business, why they do business a certain way. They've had to implement new policies and procedures. They've had to, um, how can I say this? They've had to be mindful of possible problems due to the mental health problems, due to the isolation. And one of the interesting conversations I've had is with one a leader, one HR person from uh, Turkey, she says now they're they're really starting to incorporate more mindfulness, uh, more emotional intelligence. Now I've talked about this before, and I don't want this to make it about that. But as a result of not connecting physically with people, they're suggesting that we also need to be more mindful of and more um, using our emotional intelligence. And there comes your your empathy. There comes your relationship, your interpersonal relationship skills. Because I do think that the more we work from home, one, on the one hand, the more apt we might be to experience possibly uh, mental health issues and possibly isolation, And on the other hand, the more that managers have to be really in tuned with what's really going on with their staff, especially when it comes to motivation and productivity. I just think this is really interesting. So it's related to social media because we are now having to use a technology to communicate with one another when it comes to work or even friendships. But this is kind of leading into developing other types of skills, you know, such as mindfulness skills and um, emotional intelligence skills to be in tune with how to connect and how to keep that connection with people that we might not see. So one of the things that they've talked about, and I like this idea, is they have coffee chats. So they'll schedule coffee chats, you know, different times during the day, different times during the week. And I know a lot of my friends are now also doing that. So even though they may not be meeting face-to-face, well, I shouldn't say face-to-face, I don't even know what to call it anymore, meeting um, in real, with uh, really meeting with their friends, isn't that something? I don't even have a word for it. Because technically when you're meeting on somebody on Zoom, it's still face-to-face, uh, but it's in a virtual, virtual sense, right? So I hope they come up with a new word. Uh, meet with real people. No, that's not it. <laughs> if you could think of a word, um, really meet with people or truly connecting with people. I don't know. I don't know the language. Sorry about that, guys. But you know what I mean. Like physically, maybe that's the word I need to use. Physically meet with people. Um, that's that's one thing because when you meet physically with people you're more apt to develop an intimate relationship with them because we 
are more apt to touch each other gently on the shoulder or on the arm. Uh, hugging, right? Remember hugging? We're more apt to do that. Now people have to find other ways to hug virtually or to connect. And I think that eye-to-eye contact, because when we meet with people face-to-face, physically face-to-face, <laughs> we're more apt to connect with their eyes a bit more. Notice that. Pay attention to that. How often can you connect with somebody's eyes virtually? Now, you can look at their eyes, you know, because all my meetings are all done virtually. I can connect. I can look at their eyes. But am I really connecting with that person on a deeper level? Not so much unless I talk about a deeper type of conversation, right? I'll give you an example. Today, I was talking to a client who was who's from China. And she's telling me that her parents are they're addicted. They're doing some type of illegal gambling and they are highly addicted and they are major in debt. Now, she was just talking and talking and talking and not really looking at me. I was listening to her and I was so, you know, so um, empathetic to her and I was also feeling some compassion towards her while she was just talking and talking. Now, I connected with what she was saying and to her, but I don't know how much connection she was doing with me or to me because she really wasn't looking at me much, probably because, you know, English isn't her first language and she had to, you know, really do some thinking about how to word certain things. But I want you to notice that. How often will you look at somebody in their eyes and really try to connect with that person virtually? And I'm thinking we might need to find new ways of connecting with people. If it's not looking at their eyes, it might be to talk a little bit more about something a little bit more intimate to develop that connection with people. Because, you know, when we meet with people physically, I've noticed that over time, people do feel more connection. And it's because of the natural evolution of a friendship. A friendship that, you know, is based on mutual conversations, on a dialogue, where it's not just based on activities, or per event or per meeting, uh, eventually people start feeling more comfortable with one another and start talking a little bit more intimately about their personal lives, their sons or daughters that are having difficulties, for example. And that takes time, right? It takes time to get to know uh, the other person and to have that trust. That sometimes takes time to build. And I think it's going to take more time to build on these new platforms that we have unless you take a chance and you intentionally start connecting on a more intimate level so I guess that's what I want to say is are you noticing that your relationships now aren't especially if they're mostly through virtual platforms are they as intimate as they could be could you take a chance and step out of maybe your comfort zone or 
ask more personal type of questions, to get to know somebody, to actually connect with somebody. And that way, you can actually say, I'm friends with this person. I'm friends with this person. Because one of the things that I'm worried about is, as we go on with this new technology, and as I mentioned earlier, we're not meeting friends as often anymore. And a lot of the friends that maybe we are meeting aren't really friends' friends, you know what I mean? Like, it's okay to have 3,000 friends on Facebook, but how many of those people do you really meet and need or um, connect with, really connect with? The task is for us to go a little bit deeper and to choose people from those types of networks that we do want to connect with on a more intimate level to actually develop a more intimate friendship. And it's not so much about, well, one day we'll visit each other. I mean, maybe that's going to happen. Who knows, right? I mean, uh, who knows what really is going to happen? I don't know what's going to happen. I don't think anybody really knows what's going to happen. But at the very least, perhaps you will feel more connected to this person and less, less isolated and more apt to talk about personal issues that could be pro uh, problematic or, or troubling you. You know, a lot of uh, friends, and I'll just talk a little bit about some of my circles. Yeah, you know, I'm not that old yet, so I don't have a lot of deaths happening around me. But because of COVID, a lot of people have been experiencing deaths. And some of their friends are gone now, and they're having to grieve. That's one thing. But also having to live in isolation and not feel that connection with other people anymore because they've they haven't developed new friendships which is a problem so I think that's what's happening right now is people need to feel that connection more and more and the only way you're going to do that is by risking and taking a chance and talking about maybe more personal things when you do meet with people so that's the challenge guys that's the challenge is and that gives me a great idea to uh create a five-day challenge I was thinking of what kind of challenge should I offer my group uh, you may know this I have a group called a Facebook group called women who want to get back in their groove it's for women it's for women and every now and then I offer a challenge and I was kind of figuring out what kind of challenge I should offer and part of that challenge I think will be connecting on a deeper level uh, to people that they might not be familiar with anyway so that's a whole other story but if you are a woman and you want to get back in your groove check it out on Facebook you may also uh, be curious about my YouTube channel back in the groove again coach YouTube channel on Mondays I do a mindset Monday it's live I don't always do it at the same time but nevertheless it's there so subscribe to my YouTube channel as well so that you can keep on top of everything that I'm offering of course you can also go to my website at backinthegrooveagain.com where I'm just in the middle of actually adding a new free gift on my front page but if you are looking for your ideal career you'll find it still on the career coaching tab so that's all I want to say I hope that you've been enjoying these unscheduled impromptu chats <laughs> I, I know I've been enjoying doing them 
And um, I'd love to hear from you. Send me an email at backinthegrooveagain at gmail.com. That's one thing. But you can also connect with me on Facebook and join the group. And then we can chat through Messenger as well. If you are interested in any of my services, you know I'm a career coach. I'm a life coach. I help you get back in your groove again. If you're interested in that, I do encourage you to go to my website or connect with me through Facebook or through YouTube. Thanks again. I hope you have a wonderful day. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye now.